family was a really interesting, rewarding, and reflective time for me. I learned a lot about myself, about my family, certainly about the military and that lifestyle. You know, when you grow up in a certain way of living, you end up adopting a lot of the things related to that. And I learned a lot about honor and integrity and service and sacrifice. And I'm grateful to have grown up in a military family. I also learned a lot about my fitness habits through the military as my dad would go through PT tests and was so active in intramural sports with the military. But the scene that's happening currently in our military is we really need to help our men and women in armed forces become fitter and better conditioned with better programming. So not only can they be in better condition while serving in the military, but also in transitioning out of the military and staying fit and in good condition for the rest of their lives. Today on Dr. D's Social Network, I have a longtime friend and colleague, Chaz Rogers on, who's working with F-45 and the Veterans Impact Program. I can't wait for you guys to listen to what F-45 is doing with the military to help veterans who are currently in the military and who are transitioning out to be better with their health and fitness. Ladies and gentlemen, Chaz Rogers. I know you guys. I always tell you, I meet people. I don't really know them. This is a blast from the past. Somebody I've known a very long time, Chaz Rogers. Welcome, man. Thank you, brother. How are you? Good, good to see you, man. It, it, uh, really, really, uh, I've been following you on LinkedIn, so I'm really excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Well, today, this is an interesting episode because really... We have, I haven't touched a ton on the military and uh, especially with fitness. And so I want to know about your origins with the military and F-45 and the Veterans Impact Program. So you tell me a little bit about your origins with the military first. I'd love to hear that. Yeah, so let's start there. Um, so I had uh, quite a few military uh, family members and that type of experience. I was born and raised in the great state of Ohio. Uh, as we all like to say, that's Ohio. It's a good place to be from, uh, unless you like winter. But yeah, what, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was great about what was great about that experience, quite honestly, was um, I had three uncles, at, two uncle, three uncles that served uh, honorably, uh, two Air Force, one Army. I had a stepfather that was Navy, and then I had a cousin who uh, was was Air Force and went on to move out here to California. And that sort of inspired me as, as a young black man, um, you know, in, in growing up in Ohio and watching their success, uh, you know, after, you know, their, their time, you know, in grade school and everything like that, they relocated from the uh, Jim Crow South, moved to uh, Northern Ohio and built a life for themselves and built careers for themselves. And they did most of that through the military and they're still with me to this day. I've only lost one of my uncles and I lost my stepfather. Unfortunately, um, they passed on, but, you know, they've been shining examples of what you can achieve, um, you know, through the military should you choose not to go to college and even for those who went to college. So I looked at that as an example 
And my military, my first foyer into the military was as a Air Force uh, uh, cadet at, at the University of Cincinnati, my first uh, two years of college. And so that's kind of how it started. And then I decided, well, you know, I don't know if this college thing is for me. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't get me wrong. I, I, you know, I think college is important. I have three children, and I, and I think it's important as a stepping stone into your professional life and building a life for yourself. Uh, you know, those experiences are, are are things you don't want to miss. But I will say this about my experience, my naval experience, um, and I'm a U.S. Navy veteran. I'm a veteran of the uh, first Gulf conflict. It wasn't actually a war; it was a conflict uh, in 1991. That was that was college for me. I mean, literally, man, we were, um, <laughs> you know, I went in 88 and I feel like I got out in, you know, in, in 2028 because I still might be in because we really learned yeah. so much in a short period of time. So my U.S. Navy experience was was huge for me. And it, and it kind of propelled me into this this, you know, role I'm playing right now with the Veterans Impact Program, because um, I think I said it in the bio I sent you. I'm literally. Um, the poster child of this program. Uh, had I had something like this when I first got out of service, I mean, who knows where I would be today career-wise. And I'm in a good place career-wise, but this was just such a huge um, thing for me. And I'll just share what the definition of it is. I know you're probably going to ask. Um, so the Veterans Impact Program literally is exactly that. It's, it's, it's for veterans and active duty service members from all five branches. So Coast Guard, Navy, Air Force, Marines, and Army. Uh, and, the, and the primary focus and our primary mission, um, you know, for the Veterans Impact Program is to help service members convert their military experience into the fitness industry. Um, we know, um, and I know you have a little bit of a military background I'm from your family, mm -hmm. that military uh, members, member service members, male or female, we get a kind of, we get a type of training in our military time through boot camp, even through Air Force ROTC or, or any type of military ROTC program at the colleges uh, across the country, where we learn how to, you know, compartmentalize for the mission. And so our vision, um, you know, from our mission with Veterans Impact Program is this, to provide the training and the education necessary to obtain employment in one of our studios uh, throughout the network. You know, I love it. When you, you exposed me to this, I was like, man, the military needs this, man. The military has had weird relationships with fitness and wellness. Yeah. But before we get into that, because I want to dive into that, I think it's an interesting topic. Explain F45 to the person who's like, what is that? Like, <laughs> is this another like fitness program like i heard mark Wahlberg was involved just yeah. give us the rundown man you know, you know and, and thank you for that question I, you know it's awesome man i i gotta tell you um I, I do some numbers i'm a numbers guy uh you know well i'd say i'm a numbers guy but don't ask my wife about the numbers because she, she okay we won't ask her. she hates the way i i put numbers together but <laughs> here's a number for you so 2013 uh, was when F-45 kind of was born into the public sphere. They had been conceptualized back in 2012 and, and, and you know, through the ownership group. And it started in Australia. So F-45 was born in Australia. Um, F-45 training is one of the fastest growing franchise networks in the world. 
And when I say in the world, I do mean in the world. We are literally in 61 countries with, I believe, over 1,200 studios that are active, even during COVID-19, which is another subject. We've kind of been able to pivot and change what and who we are. And we offer our loyal community a highly immersive team-based fitness experience that's engaging, innovative, and gets results. And that's one of our things about F45. And what the F stands for is functional. And what the 45 stands for is 45 minutes of HIT uh, training. If you don't know what HIT training is, I'll just give your, your audience a quick definition. HIT workout classes are, you know, high intensity interval training sessions, right? So it's 45 minutes of, of, of just getting after it types of workouts rooted in cardio-based programming, resistance-based programming, and then a hybrid of the two of those programs. So if you've ever seen our social media feeds, uh, and I, you, you, you referenced Mark Wahlberg, so I'll just say this for the f- people listening. Yes, Mark Wahlberg is a member. He's a client. He's an investor. And he actually does the workouts with all of us f 45 That's what we call ourselves in the nation. He actually does the workouts. So he loves it. He built a gym in his, one of his houses and went, I never go to the gym. I'd rather go to the studio or put one in my house because I love the workouts. So the functional aspect of F45, it was appealing to me as well because it's the way I used to train when I was in the U.S. Navy. It's the way I used to train for, for track and field when I was running track and field, basketball, etc. So you also get from this F45 um, platform sports-specific training. You also get personalized instruction in a group setting, in a group setting. So team-oriented community, right? But the best thing about us, not the only thing, but one of the best things about us is this, what makes us special, what makes F45 so awesome and so amazing. And, and, and truly, we believe that in the next year, we will be the most recognized fitness brand because of this, our tech. We're a very tech-savvy company, um, our technical prowess is in our in our workouts. We have well over 34 to 3,600 different training scenarios, Doc, already programmed by our athletics department as part of the franchise network. So franchise studios do not have to create any program. It's already been created for them. And the TVs that you see in the studios, the standard studios between 1,500 and 1,645 square feet, What's scalable about that is when they put their TVs up on the wall, those TVs are not for watching ESPN. Those are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those are actually the tech. That's the information that the, the F45 member sees when they're doing the workout. Uh, so Monday, Wednesday, Friday, as an example, program would be our cardio-based workouts. Our cardio-based workouts are rooted in what's up on the TVs. So why do we have coaches? The coaches are there to help the F45 member get through that hit workout for that particular day on that particular session. And by the way, what also makes us unique is you may come to Monday session and do the Monday workout. Let's say it's Athletica, which is the name of the workout. You'll come back on Wednesday, which is another cardio day, and you won't be doing Athletica. You'll be doing another named workout, completely different from what you did on Monday. That's what's great about F45. And, and that experience that you get when you're inside the studio and the community. Chaz, what would you say is the difference if, let's say, 
somebody listens to this and they say, well, well, what's the difference between like Orange Theory, CrossFit, and all these other things that is they that they will say, oh, well, I I belong to this or yeah. F forty five seems like it could be something like that. What's the differentiators beyond those <laughs> things? And that's a great question, and there's there's actually three answers to that. The first answer is this. F45's HIT programming um, is uniquely based off of what some of what CrossFit's created, what you would do at an NCAA sports program for HIT conditioning. It is based in that, but where it differs is the safety aspect of what F45 mm. has designed for its members and for its coaches. Everything that F45 has programmed is rooted in functional, everyday movement with your body for the most part there we don't we don't load over 66 kg so you're not lifting extremely extremely heavy in an f45 session you're getting a mixture of movement you're getting a certain amount of work you know maybe it's 40 seconds of work with about a 20 second rest cycle and then you move to mm -hmm. exercise that's what makes us unique as as it comes to that the second thing the sense it's rooted in everyday functional movement, we try to keep you on the move and keep you from being bored, right? Yeah. Not making it up. Uh, it's not, there's no whiteboard where some coach is writing down the workouts. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Right, right. There's a system to this. There's an energy system used at F45 every single time you do the workout. So we're not making it up on the fly. That's just, that's just and more science based. Sounds like there's a lot of, there's science. a lot of exercise, physiology, 1, science, 1000%, which is why we have a full-time athletics department dedicated to making sure that the science is there. The energy systems that are being used. If we say it's a cardio based workout doc, it's actually a cardio based workout. Yes. <laughs> yes. Whereas I think sometimes there's other programs, I, I'm not trying to knock them, but Often they're run by fans of exercise yes. or they're, you know, there are certifications related to them that are in-house that don't have a ton of credibility by third-party accredited organizations with that. You know? Yeah. And that, you know, that's a great thing. So the third thing I was going to mention was one of the, one of the things about F45 that you'll see the second you walk in the studio is that we're really 100% all inclusive. Uh, we take you where you're at. I don't care if you're extremely fit and came from a CrossFit or a Orange mm -hmm. We've had this a lot since the pandemic where we've gotten members come to us, new F45 trialers, and that's what we call our, our, our prospective members, who have that background and they just get blown away. And they also end up, you know, gassed because they're just going, yeah. whoa, I, I've never really moved like this. You know, I, I mean, this, this is crazy. I mean, you know, you guys are, you're not kidding. I said, yeah, you got 45 minutes and you're literally working on and off on that time. It's time-based, not not rep-based, time-based movement. And it's and you know, yeah, we get after it. And when you when you finish that workout, you know, the afterburn from the session is mm -hmm. so we have these things called F45 challenge. They're 45-day workout challenges where members can kind of compete, not against each other, against themselves for number of times they show up for the workout number of calories expended. We have our own unique um, heart rate monitor system called Lionheart. And that reads your heart rate while you're training. So you're staying within your zone, you know, safely, but you're getting after it. And then we also have um, challenge, a, a challenge nutrition program. What the challenge nutrition program does for the F45, and I'll just speak from my own personal experience mm -hmm. as, 
and not, not just because I work for the company. Before I actually worked for the company, I did my research. I've never actually done this type of training where I was. I had a nutrition protocol with it. I just kind of figured out what I needed to eat. I actually did it for myself. I went on a, mac, a macro nutrition program, not a diet. We never really talked to our F45 members about diet. That's another thing that's unique about F45. Yes. We talk about the lifestyle. And if you're going to train like, if you're going to train like mad, you got to eat like mad. Right. And so that's part of what we do. So you're, 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 you're training hard. You're hydrating three liters of water every single day and you're eating well. You're getting your nutrition in pre-workout, post-workout, and then later in the day. And that's extremely, as you know, doc, it's extremely important to your body composition actually changing how you want it to change. And so in my case, um, I started the program at 205 pounds and, and I, I've never felt good at over 200 pounds. I mean, I look like a big, strong guy, but I didn't yeah. feel great. Um, I'm down to right at right now, last check, I'm at about 190 pounds now and I'm feeling extremely light and feeling extremely stronger. I'm feeling leaner. I'm feeling like I once felt probably in my thirties Yeah, and I'm in my fifth decade of life. So I think it's huge. It does work. It's targeted, it's focused. And that's what I love about what F45 is offering out there in the industry. That's awesome. Now take me through how the military aspect of it became involved. So this is what's really cool, man. I'll just, I'll kind of give you the, the brass tacks of the program first, um, just so you kind of, so for your listeners, so they understand why this is important and why we're doing this. So the Veterans Impact Program was was first born about 10 years ago. Uh, our director, a uh, gentleman named Director Mike Nichols, he, this was his vision. Uh, he's a former Marine Corps. Um, uh, he, he, when he got out, he was just, just about to make gunning. And for three or four years, he was actually a drill uh, instructor uh, with the Marines Corps. And anybody who knows the Marines understands that when you're a DI in the Marines, you're all about it, man. You are literally shaping, you know, young Marines' lives into becoming, you know, some of the best fighting warriors in the nation, in the world, for that matter. So there's a lot of shaping and molding that comes with that. He wanted to make an impact, um, you know, on, on military veterans and military active duty for a couple of reasons. And I'm in the same boat because I felt the same way. When I got into fitness, I got into fitness primarily because I wanted to help kids. Uh, and I still want to do that. And I still do some of that. I mean, kids need help with their fitness. Uh, you know, a lot of parents, as you well know, Doc, don't have the time to get involved with it. Veterans and military active duty people, they, you know, once they get out of service, unfortunately, you know, their health type starts to, starts to fail. They're not taking care of themselves. Uh, they don't have, you know, they don't have somebody barking an order to them to show up for physical training or PT at 0600 or 0700 in the morning. And when you end up talking to some of these young men and women, you know, it doesn't matter what age they are, you go, you just stop moving? Why just yeah. Right? So what we love about fitness and what we're doing the Veterans Impact Program is there's, there's three buckets of opportunity um, that are the primary buckets. And it's really about employment internship and apprenticeship and potentially down the line ownership. Um, that's that, that's the primary focus of uh, for the military active duty and veterans, right? Is that employment opportunity, helping active duty service members and veterans convert their military experience into the fitness industry, an internship and apprenticeship opportunity. We are working with the Department of Defense and the Department of Labor and the Departments of Veterans affairs to create internship and apprenticeship opportunities. Ownership 
We are offering service members incentives to join the F45 family of network studios and become a studio owner of the you know of the own. I think is when we talked about this off air, I was like, wow, man, just one, <laughs> I love the military. I grew up in the military uh, as a father who was in my father was in the military for 28 years as an officer, and we often talked about the physical, uh, the PT test, and all that, and how. Physical activity in the military is really weird, actually. I think the general public doesn't understand. They just think there's all these warriors out there fighting. But it's actually, it's a population of people who drastically need better physical fitness standards for their line of work. I wonder if you could talk a little bit more about that. So a couple of things about that. Um, and, and, and I think this is, yeah, th- th- I'm glad you touched on that, Doc. I, I can tell you... Um, that, you know, for myself, I was very fortunate. I think I mentioned it in the bio I sent you. Look, I, got, I got lucky. I, you know, I've been, I've been physically active all my days. Uh, that's my mother. She, she used to get pissed because I'd come home with a new uniform almost every day. <laughs> 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 you know, you got to get there on your own, right? What'd you sign up for now? I know, right? <laughs> right. So, I mean, I just did. And honestly, man, uh, I come from, I come from a very fit on the men's, the men in my family were very physically active. I had a father who was a semi-pro football player, uh, made a couple of practice squads as a running back in the NFL. And, you know, when I was, when I was a kid, um, and he was a stud. And so I had that genetic uh, makeup, but you know, some of it's mental, right? So to your point, when you're in the military, you are told to do it, try it, be it, et cetera. Um, a lot of people that come into the military don't come in with these physical, you know, backgrounds. They, they, they're not, they weren't athletes. Um, some of them, they weren't, uh, you know, some of them come to the military, as you well know, because they're trying to escape something. Some come yeah. to change their life. A lot of the guys that, a lot of these young folks that got in the military between, this is just between 90 and 2000, it was because of 9-11. It was because of the, it was because of the Gulf War. They felt like it was their patriotic, you know, or civic duty to do so. But again, they had no idea what it was going to take physically from them, especially if you're Army, if you're Marines, if you're Navy. I mean, you, our jobs are very physical. So the military has a different perspective. I'm training you to accomplish a mission. I'm not training you to be healthy for life. I am training you to accomplish a mission. That's where the disconnect is, I feel. Um, the military never talks about, as, as last I remember, and I've been out for a while, overall health and fitness of their, of their troops. They talk about and readiness right? Command readiness. And that means that if I'm going to be ready for command, I do need to be physically fit. I do. I need to do a certain amount of pull-ups. I need to be able to crawl on all fours under barbed wire. I need to do all that as it relates to my mission. But as it relates to my lifestyle, eh, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I will say say this. Uh, I got my military, I got my fitness career started with the U S Navy. Because I, as you well know, Doc, I, I don't do well with sitting still. And right. so we'd have some downtime uh, on my military bases uh, when I was in the Navy in Hawaii. And I would seek out workouts. I'd go play some basketball. I'd go for a run. But I found group exercise almost by accident. And in, earlier in the like 19, between 88, between 87 and 88 before I went to service, I had a buddy that used to teach back then. They called it aerobics in Ohio where I'm from. And so I just come hang out with him, right? And I was having fun. And yeah. Great. You know, the crowd was cool and lots of ladies. I'm like, yeah, 
This is cool. You're like, come on, baby. <laughs> right? This is back in the leg warmer days. So <laughs> not for me. But we go, you know, you, you, when I was in a service, I, I wanted to work out. And I and back then, I did not lift weights. So I, did, I just never had felt I needed to. And so even though my father, who was a, a football player, like, he had a set of weights. Remember those old sand weights they used to keep? Yes, I do. He had, he had a full set of those. Barbell, wow. skinny bench, the whole deal in his den. And I tried to do it a few times. It was interesting, but I wasn't really into it. Right? <laughs> but Right. So I go, I, I, I go to class one day, and my buddy's up there. This guy named Dexter Jackson. I will never forget this guy's name for as long as I draw breath because – He's up front, teaching the class. I'm hiding in the back. Imagine me, me, Doc, hiding. I can't imagine you hiding in the back. I'm hiding in the back. I'm just checking it out. I'm like, this is cool. The music was good, and I'm doing all the movements. And he's watching me the whole time, and I don't know this. He's going, okay, who is this guy, right? Yeah. (laughs) So this is on the military base. You know, it was mostly Navy wives and a few Air Force people, whatever, right? I'm just hanging out. So he pulls me off to the side. A few weeks goes by. We're not, we haven't gone on deployment. He says, Hey, you know, would you be interested in co-teaching with me? I said, uh, no, I'm just here to work out. No, I said, dude, <laughs> you can, you come on. I'm watching you. Come on. So I, you know, and I'm, of course I'm cheering people on and I'm having a good time. You know me. So I get in there and I start teaching. And what I did notice to, 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 to circle back to your point, um, you know, military people, just like civilians, need motivation when it comes to their health and fitness. The military itself, their primary focus is, again, to repeat this, command readiness, mission focus, targeted specific stuff for that. The military does have fitness programming. Semperfit is a program. I think the Air Force has a program. I think the Army has a program. But it's not really based in, you know, wellness. It's based in, hey, you have a mission, I'm going to get you ready for that. And that's it. And some of the protocols that the military have are not as civilian yeah. based. Let's just put it that way. Not a bad thing, right? Because the military has been doing it for how many years, centuries? They've been doing it this way for a long time. So they're basically, you know, I think their overall theme is if it ain't broke, we don't need to fix it. But I got to tell you what's changed. What we're finding is, is that, um, they kind of do need to fix it. They definitely need to tweak it. We at F45 see a pathway where we have a studio on every base helping with that command readiness as it relates to fitness and wellness. So the one of our initiatives, Doc, with this VIP uh, program, one, I told you about employment. Two, I told you about internship. Three, I told you about apprenticeship. Four, ownership. But the fifth initiative, which is really huge, is that we plan on Nintendo and having a military F-45 studio stood up on every military installation in the United States. That would be incredible. I mean, <laughs> I know military installations extremely well. I've been on so many of them throughout my life. And sometimes there's like really amazing facilities, sometimes. Yes. And then, some, and then a lot of times you get these really decrepit, disgusting pits of, of like you know the old like really bad like really really bad and it's surprising considering time like what you know like it's a time warp we it's we, a time warp it's literally like grunting from the 1950s and 60s like dirty cauldron gyms it's bad. it's bad and then you got some it's just like 
whoa, this is like, like Quantico has a very beautiful gym the last time I was in there for that. But that's, I feel like that's the exception of what I've seen. It may be different, but they need guidance badly. And also, I think the other area to touch on, which I think is very timely and maybe part of that is the transitioning from being in the military to civilian life can be very difficult for a lot of service people. Talk a little bit about that and, and the involvement when how F45 helps so, that. Thank you. Thank you for that question. And I, th- this is awesome, man. So the employment opportunities, I'll just start there. Um, you know, the positions available through the F45 network, um, if you're a military active duty service member or even a veteran, is you can get into the network as an assistant coach. You can become a head, you can become a coach. You can become a studio manager. You can become a head trainer or you can become a master trainer. Now, how do we accomplish that? Because we get this question often. And so this is how we accomplish it. So internship and, and apprenticeship opportunities, the programs that we are creating for service members are, are, are really cut and dry, but they're very focused and targeted, specifically as it relates to transition from the time you are planning to get out of your military um, contract, or if you've already gotten out of the military and you've been out one, two years, or even 10 years, and you, you have a military background. So again, the first one is the Department of Defense has a 12-week skill bridge internship training program. That program, Doc, has already been approved by the Department of Defense. Our uh, academic uh, officer, uh, development officer, is is a lady named uh, Caroline Chambers. She and our team have worked diligently on getting this approved. And just so you know, we are the first and the only fitness company or organization to have a DOD-approved skill bridge program for active duty military. What that means is when they're about to get out 180 days from their release, they can actually get orders from their commanding officer. And instead of just tra- you know, just doing that short timers disease, we used to call it when I was in service. Yeah. When you're short, you don't want to do nothing. You don't want to say nothing. <laughs> you want to drink coffee, take a smoke break. You have to put the uniform on. You don't even be there. You got to stay blah, 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 blah. Now you've got an opportunity to look at what's next. Right. So one of the things that for me that changed my life was while I was still in service, one of my commanding officers gave me an opportunity. He said, look, as long as it does, as long as it does not affect your your operational readiness, you can go do this little teaching thing part time. What? So I did it. I started part time when I could. When I was in port, my boss was incredible. I'll never forget her. Her name was Lonnie Anderson. She was like, look, as long as you're not underway. I'm going to put you on the schedule. Our members love you. Come on back. And I got to tell you, that was huge. So that, and that was being paid, by the way. This wasn't like an internship or a printer. Yeah. They actually hired me. So it was kind of cool. Uh, the next uh, program, which is being submitted uh, through the Department of Labor, um, is what's called a two-plus-year registered apprenticeship program. Uh, it's called the RAP. It's still working. We're still working through the approval process of that. That two-year program these, these folks that are getting out of service who have a passion for fitness and, and it's gonna it's a little bit of a longer track, but they will be getting college accredited coursework to become full-time trainers, head coaches, et cetera. Uh, we're doing that through the International Sports Sciences Association, uh, ISSA. They are the only ones that actually have done all the work. And this, I wanna go back to the point you made earlier, Doc. One of the challenges and working with the military as it relates to fitness has been no organization 
fitness-wise, and I know all the acronyms out there, the ACEs of the world, the NASMs, all of them, they've tried it, but they haven't followed through on it. Mm. You know, the government is a slow... Ooh, sludge, man. Ooh, moving machine, man. It's a big... Look, it's an 18-wheeler going uphill. Yes. It's tough. But if you stick with it and you follow through, when you come out on the other side of it, you've got access to hundreds of that. Listen, there's over 200,000 service members that detach from the military almost on an annual basis across all five branches of service. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. That's a big number, which means that new ones are coming in, but a lot are getting out or they're transitioning into the reserves. So some of them want opportunities based off their military experience. And it's not a given that they're going to get that. There was no transition program that I recall when I got out. I knew there may have been something, but I have a couple of Marine buddies tell me, yeah, it was for truck drivers. You want to become a truck driver. Like who wants to become a truck driver? <laughs> not, you know, not to oh man! That my neighbor, uh, my good buddy, my neighbor, his father uh, was a former Air Force a veteran, had a very successful truck driving enterprise. That was awesome. I had no desire to be a truck driver. Yeah. Uh, and so the last thing of this program is the Department of Veterans Affairs. We're having them. We're making sure that the relationship between the VA. And uh, VIP 45 is clean and, and you know, and, and not so cumbersome so they can actually activate and utilize uh, their military benefits. In my case, I've never used any of my military benefits for all the education I've, I've procured over the last 25 years of my career. I never used them. When you say military benefits, can you explain that a little bit more so people understand a little bit so, what that so means? So when you get out of service, there's the Montgomery GI Bill, which was the very one of the very first uh, post you know post uh, war um, you know benefit packages for the military, which means there was there was money set aside for you when you got out when you were about to detach from service that you could use to bet to skill up and get more education to go back to college. Whatever it is you wanted to do, as long as it had an education background with it, you also had access to, I believe it was some some discounts on, on housing, uh, the VA loans, you know, home loan program for housing. Those were all benefits that were open to you as a as an attaching military veteran. You also had the post 9-11 uh, bill. That was another one that was being used and still being used for post you know, uh, 9-11 military veterans who wanted to use their benefits to go back to school. Etc. And I think there's another one that's that's coming up pretty soon. Here's the challenge: most people uh, detaching from service don't know how to activate those benefits. Some of them never even knew they, they could activate their benefits because they weren't told either by their transition officers or something like that. So, as a very active duty person or a veteran, you really need to investigate that for yourself. Advocate for yourself. Take your DD-214, which is the discharge paper that you get when you get out of service, before you get out of service, and go to your base education office, go to your base transition office. And by the way, Doc, these offices do exist. They are on the base. They're every military installation for every command. You have to find out. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I uh, It's very interesting that that, that option, I think I've heard of like the GI Bill and all that stuff mm -hmm. um, in the past, but. I wonder with F-45, let's F-45 gets on to military bases, have an installation on military bases. Mm -hmm. 
what do you think is the overwhelming impact of that happening and how that connects the United States military with that? Well, I, I can say this. And that, excellent question. So, again, you know, I go with our title, Veterans Impact Program, primary focus. If we're on the base, people see the brand, military, military. Not So active duty members, by the way, I, I need to I, I want to make sure I mention this and I don't want to forget this today. So we're, we're in the process of opening up our very first base installation at Miramar uh, in San Diego. Back in February, um, I think I sent you the deck for this. We did a huge yeah. Mark Wahlberg was in attendance and we had over a thousand people show up to this event. We had over 600 Marines working out with us in the middle of this beautiful uh, turf field and we got after it. And it was phenomenal. We created such a buzz and people were so excited. And for your listeners, if they want to see that video, they can find it at uh, f45vip.com. They can see that video. It's also on social media. What was great about that was we knew from the very first time and our director conceptualized this and took it to our headquarters and talked to our leadership and put this event on it. We only promoted it for five days and we had a thousand people show up for this event and they were military active duty veterans. Uh, we also had DOD and family members show up at this event. So the impact alone in that one, boost morale, talk about command readiness. The CEO of the base was so excited and blown away at the response from his Marines uh, for this. So that impact alone, right? You know how in the military, let's just be a little somber here. People that are out or people that are about to transition out are not sure what's next. And usually what happens when they're not sure what's next is they end up going into a dark place. Yeah. Um, if they go home and and their family members you know, don't accept in the way they are. And I learned this from a retreat I went to many years ago as a veteran. We have to accept as military uh, veterans, men and women, that our training separates us from the civilian sector. We have been trained to do certain things. We have been trained with a specific skill set, to quote the movie from uh, Liam uh, Nielsen, the actor. I thought lost a lot. I have a, I have a very specific set of skills. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You do not want me to activate. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and honestly, man, that's what, that's, that's what these veterans um, of, of the military are saying. Look, I, I've got a certain skill set here that I, that could benefit you, you know, company A, B, or C. How do I do that? So what F45 has looked at, what our director has looked at and said was, Hey, we can take this, what we call tertiary experience. That means you've got working experience with the service, serving your country, um, in whatever capacity that is, we can take that. We can targetly target that, that, that skill set, and we can mold that into a career for you in the fitness industry with F45. Because if you haven't noticed F45's theme, very structured, uh, red, white, and blue, because they're from Australia, right? Uh, I've served and worked alongside with the Australian Navy back when I was active duty. So we get each other, you know, and I think that the impact on the bases, you know, is all about, hey, you know, I've got an op Now, listen, fitness is not for everyone. As you know, Doc, it's not for everyone. We get that. But if you have a passion for it and you have a focus and you genuinely want to help people. We're, you know, we're the ticket. We, we've got a process. And as my director says all the time, we're not just putting our hand out there. We're giving you a hand up. You bring us 80% of your effort, whatever that effort is, wherever you are right now in your life, 
that extra 20%, we will do for you. And we will get you across the finish line and you will start a career. That's amazing. It, it kind of <laughs> reminded me a little bit of the conversation we were having. Maybe it was off air. We just were saying, yeah, about getting back to people, moving the line. Yes. You know, following up is so critically important. And, and sometimes people give you an opportunity and then you don't do your part. You don't, you don't move the needle on your end and be proactive about it. And I think this sounds like you're giving people lots of resources. They just have to make it a real viable option for themselves to do the work. I had a mentor in my life. Um, you make a great point. I, I had a mentor in my life, early in my life, um, probably about two, three years before I was going to get married and start a family. And he gave me an opportunity. But what's, what's unique about this gentleman, and I, I, I'd be remiss if I don't mention his name, because he, you know, there's mentors that come through your life that change your life. They literally, you know, kick you in your you-know-what and make you change because they know you can't. Um, there's many people that miss that, that message, right? Yeah. I've always been a stern believer. When you get a message, dude, open your ears, shut your mouth, and hear the message. And that message for me was simply this. Hey, I see what you're trying to do, and I know what you want to do, so I'm going to give you some guidance here if you're willing to accept it. And this was something he said he learned at the Air Force Academy. And he says, when a commanding officer gives you an order, it's what he didn't say that you should listen to. Mm. <laughs> mm. And I, I was like, holy cow. So he tells me this, right? I'm, you know, I'm in my 30s then. No, I'm, I'm not even 30 yet. And I go, wow. Okay. So I said yes to this opportunity from him. Within 72 hours, I said yes, and it changed my life. So this opportunity with you know Veterans Impact Pro Program 45 is all about if you're really ready to change your life, and even if you're not ready to change your life, but you have an interest, you know what, man? Jump in the water. Let's get wet. People ask me all the time about, you know, as a mentor and a coach. What is it? What is it? I need to know. What is it? I need to learn. What is it? 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 And I said, I'm going to give you a really simple analogy. I do not know how I came up with this, but I said, take a dry sponge. What does a dry sponge need to, to do to work? It needs to get wet. Be a sponge, get wet. And when you're, when you're wet, you're soaked, squeeze it out, get wet again. From being a sponge, you gain knowledge, right? You, you soak up knowledge. You soak up the soap and the water to wash the car, to whatever it is you're going to do, right? That's what sponges are all about. Be a sponge. Be a sponge. I wonder, yeah. Now, what? how does, I know we're talking about the military and stuff here, but how does this apply to just civilians and F-45 and potential employment? Because, you know, we're in a time, obviously, with COVID that, the fitness industry is uh, very tenuous. There's a lot of gyms closing. Uh, and, you know, you and I talked about this the other day. You know, it's uh, companies like F45 are actually still doing decently well compared to a lot of other things. So how does this help the kind of your general population? Uh, yeah, no, it's a great question. I, this is what I believe. Uh, I can tell you that having been you know, an entrepreneur most of my career, off and on, I've worked for several different types of big box gyms as a, you know, as I say, the 24-hour fitness of the world. Uh, did some did some really great work with the club you know club core organization. This is what I would say to my civilian uh, brothers and sisters out there, especially as it relates to the fitness industry, because I had a really good talk with one of your guests, uh, in fact, uh, Amy Boone Thompson from Idea Fitness, yes. uh, headquartered in San Diego, 
And I, you know, I, I, the discussion I had with her was simply this. I said, you know, we really need to do a better job uh, of reaching out to those who among us who don't have the resources or the aptitude or the will to put themselves out there and change how they think fitness should be. Um, so to your point with F45, yes, you can inquire to F45training.com about opportunities with F45 training. Uh, if you have experience, if you have a resume that has a background and you're certified as a group exercise instructor, or as a personal trainer, you go to the website, you, you look up a studio in your area, wherever you are in the United States or, or outside of the United States, take a look at that. Get familiar with the brand first before you apply. Get familiar with the brand first. I'm repeating this three times. Get familiar with the brand first because it is not your traditional fitness brand. We are a premium fitness organization. We engage our members, our community. We educate our coaches and our trainers. They're not just a bunch of stiffs walking around yelling and screaming. They have to really be about it. They have to be involved. They have to engage membership. They have to engage. They may have to do a little bit of sales. You got to be a little more flexible, right? You got to be water, as Bruce, to quote the great rest, yes. the rest in heaven, Bruce Lee. Be water, my friend. That's why I love that sponge analogy. If you can be water and you can show up and you can not bring your heart, you know, you know what I'm talking about here, Doc. Yeah, of course. Your hardcore, you know, three sets of 10 mindset to F45, you won't make it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh, but I just really thought, maybe think about something from the past. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, what's also interesting, just kind of the last part here, I think is really, and you and I were talking about this and I, I wanted to make sure this got on wax because I think it's, it's timely, it's important, but you know, there's something amazing and beautiful about two black men talking about this. Yeah. And uh, we are, <laughs> this doesn't happen often, Chaz, you know, it's not like this is happening all over the place. And I think speaking to that is important. I think putting out to the audience and young you know, younger, older, whoever, black men and women who are feel un underrepresented in the fitness industry, it's because it's true. You are underrepresented. But yeah. hopefully that people like Chaz and myself can hopefully be an example of being in fitness for a very long time, being successful, and hopefully helping people like ourselves be a voice. Uh, and we need to speak out more as black people in fitness. I don't think we do that enough. Well, you know? we don't. And so it's, it's interesting, you know, Dr. Ian Smith and I have been friendly um, over social media for quite a few years. Uh, he's a black physician. Um, I think he, I don't know, I, I could be wrong. He'll probably correct me when we talk. But, you know, he got his first, he really got known for being on The Doctors, which was the television show yeah. uh, that they ran a few years back. And he was one of the primary, um, you know, primary care physicians that was giving, you know, fitness and health advice. And it was the first time I had really, in my, in my, it's far in, in recent memory had actually seen a black physician yeah. doing something positive and not just talking about, you know, go to the doctor, but talking about health, wellness and fitness um, as it related to, you know, the, bl the black perspective and to pick up on your point. Uh, and I'd be remiss if I don't say this, first of all, congratulations on the podcast. Uh, and just so your audience knows how you and I first met, uh, you guys took a chance on me um, many, many years ago as a black man, as an instructor, I was just a group exercise instructor. I was an expert in what I was doing. And uh, Dr. Charles Ware, uh, he and I were friendly and he mentioned you. He, he mentioned me to you and you said, well, I got to check this guy out. And so yeah. you guys brought me out, you, you hired me on the spot. I'll never forget it as a speaker in your program out in the Las Vegas, Nevada area. Yeah. I've never, 
ever forgotten that. Never forgotten that. And I would say to my black brothers and sisters in the industry, um, you are you're underrepresented. You're up, you're underrepresented, but you're not up underrepresented if you don't want to be. You're going to have to shift your paradigm. Um, you're going to have to almost engage where you would not otherwise engage. Uh, still do your job. Still do what you do. Still be who you are. But you know our industry. And I and I had this again. I had this talk with Amy Boone Thompson about this, and she even said, you know, we're we're working on doing better. And so I say that to say this: I'm on a diversity committee with Idea Fitness, and that's something we're seeking to do to help kind of bridge that gap, if you will, uh, between the underrepresented, you know, uh, blacks and browns in the fitness industry, and that connection of more inclusive uh, conversations, uh, opportunities. And etc. Uh, and I've been around the idea organization for close to 25 years. They've never, and I, we talked about this, uh, their old iteration of them and their newer one, ever reached out to professionals like myself and asked us our opinion about anything, especially as it related to black men and women. Yeah, this never it never happened. That's that they're seeking to change that now, and I'm and I'm I'm, I'm happy about this. I think that you know I. You know, you and I both, we've been kind of on the outskirts of the industry for a long time. We've been operating in the industry or around the industry, but we've never been, you know, at the table. Right. So now we're going to work towards getting our voices at the table. Every time they sit down, one of us, if not a few of us, will be at the table because I think that's how you change this paradigm. I'm not doing this for me. Right. I'm doing this with guys that are coming after me who know that in order to, especially, especially for black folks, man, listen, everybody thinks that, you know, our, our, our African-American brothers and sisters are extremely fit and extremely healthy. That's what they see on television. Yes. Okay. The average one, average, the average among us are not, we don't take care of ourselves very well. We don't go into our annual physicals. We don't, we're scared to go to our doctors still to this day. In 2020, we're still worried and nervous about what we heard from the past. And that's been haunting us and staying with us for a long time. The whole reason, not to get political, that the Affordable Care Act was enacted by President Obama and his administration was to, 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 to kill some of that, to get people, you know, especially our people, you got to go to the doctor, man. You got to get checked up. Please, you got to do that. Why? So as fitness professionals, the one thing I've always done when I've talked to my clients, no matter what their background was, was go get your annual physical, take care of yourself. I think as a fitness industry, what we've what we've really not done a good job in is making that connection between your health, your wellness, and your fitness, right? So yeah. the, traditional, the traditional medical side of this, right? Uh, what is COVID-19? What is the big underlying under undertow issue? for the guy, people that get affected by blacks and browns, health, their fitness, yep. uh, their respiratory system, all of these things, which I believe, and I think you know the same about this doc, are alterable, man. It's all, yes. it's alterable for God's sakes. And with F45, this is what I love about what we do in our studios and what it feels like, man. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna suck some wind, man. It's gonna be hard. Yeah, but I gotta tell you, when you're done, whew, that afterburn and it, you know, it. Listen, if you're, if you're, if you, if you like a cigar, it's like, it's actually it's after smoking a good cigar. 
if you've had a great meal at a restaurant, right, with a great glass of vino, right, you just, that to me, that's the feeling you get after you do a workout at 45. So it's black folks and, and you know, it's like, it's like you know, let me, let, me, let me keep it 100. It's like going out on Friday night, right, <laughs> and the DJ is bringing it. Here it comes. <laughs> right? The DJ is bringing it, right? And you, you've been shaking your tush from the time you walked into the nightclub to the time you leave, right? You're drenched in sweat. Yeah, you, you got your party on. That's what it needs to feel like. And then you don't feel definitely to people. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think for us too is like we've we've our, our community. We were looking at black folks who have made it yes. in quote unquote, and let's say sports. And the entertainment industry, and let's say sports primarily, it's all oh, these, we, we promote like the money they've made and their status, but not their fitness level. And they may be very fit while they're in sports, yeah. but how many black athletes have you seen after they're done playing? They look terrible. Oh, I've seen they it. haven't prioritized fitness. They've prioritized fitness as a mean for winning and making money in the business, but not being fit. We're working on that. Yeah, we're working on this organization. Um, our, our, our corporate uh, office has talked about some of the influencers that we're going to be bringing on board um, in the next year. And uh, we're, we're, I actually sit on, I have a call today with, with our organization. I sit on the diversity committee and that's something we're seeking to do as well, Doc, is we're, we're really seeking to bring blacks and browns, um, people from all different ethnic backgrounds into, into the network and start truly promoting uh, that aspect, that very aspect you just touched on is what's important is that we really give folks an opportunity, both in the military, with military backgrounds and also in the civilian sector. We want them to feel included. Um, and how do you how do you how do you give them how do you give them that feeling of inclusion? Something I came up with when we had our talks with our team was, you know, innovation is awesome. Right. So, you know, diversity and innovation equals accessibility, right? If you're talking about being diverse and inclusive, that's cool. Take our innovation that we already got, right? F45's got that in spades. Take those two things, marry those two, and now you're going to give the people that are less among us who want access, who haven't got it, that accessibility. I think it's huge. I said more than anything else that we do as an organization, as a company, as like I said before, I go back to what I said, as long as I draw breath, one part of this is what we're doing for F45 VIP um, and, and military active duty and, and, you know, and veterans. The other part of it is what we do for, especially as it relates to social justice. The head start that others have gotten over blacks and browns. Okay. It is what it is. Can't change that. What we can change is how we act about it and deal with it today. That's this, this you know, as black men, this is what we have to do. We got to, we, recognize the past. The past is there. We get it. We understand it. We acknowledge it. I've been living as a black man all my life. And when people ask me, I get asked this quite often. I'm not sure if you've been asked this, Well, what do you think about Black Lives Matter? I said, I don't need anyone to tell me yeah. <laughs> that Black Lives Matter. I've been a black man for over 50 years. You don't think I get that? I get it. I don't need a banner. I don't need a hashtag. I'm living, breathing. I mean, I'm the I'm the embodiment of it. So don't don't try to make me a political ploy in this. Yeah. And I'm a black father. Come on. Don't. Come on now. Come on. Bring it back. I'm a- <laughs> <laughs> two times. Two times. Come on. 
Jazz, man, my friend, it's good speaking with you, man. I'm glad we got a chance to be on the podcast together. And uh, I look forward to getting this out to everyone and they could check it out. And uh, anything, any parting words you would like to say or anything about F45 or uh, connections? Oh, just so just so people know how to find us. Um, so as far as it relates to the military, uh, active duty and otherwise, I'm going to give you two links. The first link is, uh, you know, uh, www.f45vip.com. Uh, you can contact us there. We have a direct email uh, for the military division, and that's military um, at f45training.com. Again, military at f45training.com. We, we accept any and all questions, queries, um, anything you want to engage us on, uh, you know, please do that. Follow us on social media because I got to tell you, there's quite a bit coming um, in the next, you know, two to three months. And during the pandemic, we are still open. Uh, you know, we're still open. We're just doing workouts outside. But if you want to try us out, by all means, please come and try us out. Whether you're a military or you're a civilian, whether you're, you're in a affluent community or you're in a not so affluent com community, we're for everyone. We are 100% inclusive. Uh, I mean that. It is real. Um, it is one of the reasons, um, you know, I, I took this opportunity with the company. When we say life-changing innovation and motivation equals results, F45 truly means what they say. And I, I think that for all of us, um, you know, in this, in this experiment called America, if we just, you know, table some of our, some of our disapproval with things that are happening and do what we can change, right? Do what we can change, change ourselves, change our mindsets, get out there, get after it and be fit. Uh, the last thing we do with F45, we talk about this. We are empowering service members through fitness. Um, I, I used to have a saying uh, when I was training my clients full-time as a personal trainer. Uh, listen, you can't suck at exercise. And who told you you could? Yeah. Just, just be about it. Just give it a try. Start with zero. And before you know it, you're a five, you're a 10, you're, you know, you're up there. And, and you go, wow, that, that, I can't believe that journey. Every fitness journey has to start with you starting. Go with a friend, right? I tell people all the time, if you're not up for it by yourself, take a friend. You know, usually, you know, everybody's got that friend, right? Yeah. <laughs> At least, of course. right? Yeah. Do that. And that's what, that's what's great about the Veterans Impact 45. Um, you know, we're doing this as a unit. Uh, my team, uh, Director Nichols, um, our, our academic officer, um, uh, Caroline Chambers, and myself, uh, my position with the company is I'm the operations and performance officer. And basically what that means is, is, is I'm help. I'm here to help, you know, veterans uh, and active service members, you know, get to what's next. Stop talking about what happened before. We understand as part of your life, you were in the service, but that might be four years. That might be eight years. That might even be 20 years, right? You spend all your time talking about what you, what, what you once were instead about what you're going to be next. We're here for the what's next. We're that transition for what's next and we will get you there. Give me 80, we'll get you 20 and it's done. It's a wrap. And before you know it, you're, you're the next person on Dr. <laughs> Dr. Durian's podcast talking about your journey uh, as, as, you know, as you transition from your military time with that 45. So I, I would, I would leave with that. If you want to make an impact, this is how you do it. Thank you, Chaz. You just gave me 57. 57 minutes. So thank you for that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wrong. Sorry.
You're all good, man. Listen, I appreciate you. Uh, I'm proud of you. Uh, thank you for doing what you're doing. And uh, we'll talk soon, man. I appreciate it, man. Take care of yourself. God bless you and your family and look forward you to uh, see you again. All right. So let me ask you something. How do you get your news? Because I know you want to stay informed with what's going on here in the world. There's so much going on on a regular basis. And it's something that's been a problem for me personally. And I've been searching and searching and searching. And finally, I found a news source that I think all of my listeners are going to love. It's called The Donut, or The Dose of News Useful Today. The founder and CEO, Peter Nowak, is a good friend of mine, and when he turned me on to it, I was just blown away. Finally, a daily news source that delivers succinct and factual news about all the world's occurrences, and it's an easy access to finding things that you just want to get information about. And it also serves up a lot of positive news stories that you won't hear anywhere else. It's your daily reminder that there is good in the world, even if it doesn't feel like it sometimes. So get the donut, stay informed. It's 100% free. You can unsubscribe anytime. Visit thedonut.co or text donut to 66866 to sign up today. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dr. D's Social Network. Make sure you listen to future episodes. Also, please make sure to rate and review My Dad's Show on Apple Podcasts in the Rate and Review section. Thanks, everyone.